Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. I want to talk to you tonight about the clock is ticking. Everybody say the clock is ticking. As I was preparing for this message, I remembered as a child, I was a really small seven, eight, nine-year-old boy sitting in a church in South Texas, and they had this movie that was on the reel to reel, and they were showing this movie at the church. The building was dark all except for the screen. And it was a movie about Jesus returning. They didn't just stop with the rapture. They moved into the judgment and where you went if you didn't go in the rapture. I can remember as a, a little boy, I sat both dumbfounded and petrified. I can remember the scenes of the fire and I can remember the screams of the people. It wasn't a B, B movie. It was like a, 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 I'd give it a D minus. It wasn't a very good movie at all as far as the quality. Of, it, it was poor quality. But it touched my mind. It scared me. There is a judgment day coming. There is a day of reckoning coming. We are living, I believe, in the last days. I don't know how long the last days will last, but this is the last days. We know that in the last days, many false Christs will rise and lead many astray. Many false doctrines will come and go. We know that in the last days, men will be the lovers of self more than lovers of God. We know in the last days, uh, Jesus declared that there would be a rise in martyrdom. We know that it is evident today as many who call themselves Christians are being murdered. We know that in the last days, there's going to be an increase of lawlessness. Lawlessness is abounding. There's violence, and it's escalating. The Bible says it like this. Jesus prophesied about nation rising against nation. When you begin to study, that is really race against race. Are we seeing that in this day? Race against race. It is a sign of the last days. Wars and rumors of wars. Amen. It may not be in our particular ground, but wars are escalating. Famines, earthquakes, hurricanes, all these things that are coming upon the earth is not about global warming. Sorry. It is about the last days. Last days. Amen. Evil becomes good in the last days. Good becomes evil in the last days. There's a rise of perversion 
in the last days. Amen. Great distress and fear is another sign of the last days. The increase of knowledge is a sign of the last days. The rise of the Antichrist spirit and the Babylonian system is a sign of the last days. Even our world understands that it's, it's time. And Paul writes about the groaning, that the whole earth is groaning, waiting for the revelation of the sons of God. Even the natural world understands that we're living in the last days. For in 1947, they invented something called the doomsday clock. It is a symbol that represents the likelihood of a man-made global catastrophe in the opinions of the members of the atomic science community they believe that they could set the clock as a metaphoric threats began uh, to rise uh, that, that that if unchecked uh, the scientific world and the technological world will begin to say we're getting closer to doomsday which is midnight a hypothetical global catastrophe is represented as a season or a time of midnight. With the bulletin's opinion and how close the world is to one uh, represented by a number of minutes or seconds to midnight, during the, the, the rise of the Ukrainian war, the Russia-Ukrainian war, they have actually moved it closer to midnight. They're moving it closer. The world says we're living in the last days. I don't know about you, but sometimes these hardcore hymns, hardcore hymns, get me. Jesus is coming soon. Morning, night, or noon. Many will meet their doom. That's a hardcore line right there. The trumpet's going to sound. Amen. The time uh, there, 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 there's a song that, that one of my favorite guitar players uh, wrote named Phil Keggy. He wrote a song called Time. And he, he, his lyrics read like this. Well, he, doesn't, well, he hasn't always been around and he, he, always, he, he won't always be. But he's on the move at this moment measuring life for you and me. I fear we all submit to him existing anxiously. And no one is able to turn him off except the Lord who holds the key. When the Lord stops him, that'll be enough. Too late for apologies. Too late to forgive your brother. Too late to get on your knees. When the Lord stops him, that'll be it. Too late to help the needy. And worst of all, it's too late to turn to the one you must face for eternity. His name is time. And he's coming to an end. His name is time. Where will you be, my friend? His name is time, and it's coming to an end. His name is time. Where will you be, my friend? Most people think he'll never stop. He'll go on perpetually. But old man time is running out, and he'll cease eventually. When the Lord stops him, that'll be it. When the Lord stops him, that'll be it. His name is time, and it's coming to an end. How many know that we're living in the last days? How many know that the clock is truly ticking? The, tr the clock is ticking. We, we see fulfillment. 
with, with Israel. We see fulfillment with all these different things that we mentioned earlier today. But I've come to tell you that time is not your enemy. Time is not your foe. Time is not your enemy. Amen. I want to remind you that time is really your ally. Time is your friend. Time is not against you. Time is for you. Time is on your side. Say that with me. Time is on my side. Because with each ticking of the seconds, with each forward motion of the minute and second hand, with each tolling, tolling of the bell, hell is reminded that their time is short. For I believe that heaven has a prophetic clock. Amen. And Satan is hearing it ticking. And it's in his head. And I will come to tell you today that the clock is not ticking for you and me. And the clock is not ticking for us to be full of woe and us to be full of fear. But the clock is ticking so we can remind the devil, your time is running out. There will be a day you will no longer tempt man. There will be a day you will no longer aggravate people. There will be a day you can no longer be the accuser of the brethren. There will be a day that you will no longer be able to deceive. So today, devil... The clock's ticking for you. The clock is ticking for you. One of hell's most dreaded sounds is the ticking of the clock and the tolling of the bell. Hour after hour, minute after minute. Hell has waged war against time since the very beginning. Hell has been busy since the garden trying to bring about the destruction of God's plan. The heavenly warfare between good and evil, between God and the devil, began a long time ago. It is a battle that intensified when Adam fell. Amen. But the Lord proclaimed a prophetic word. I will put enmity between thee, speaking to Satan and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head, but thou, but thou shalt bruise his heel. He's going to crush your head. You're going to wound his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Since that pronouncement, since that glorious day, Satan and his agents went into mega attack mode. They begin to try to stop the coming of Christ the very first time. Why do you think there was murder in the first family? Satan was trying to stop the seed of the woman. Amen. And when he found out that, 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 that uh, Cain killed Abel, he thought there is done. But what he wasn't counting on is there was going to be a Seth. Somebody say hallelujah. The rise of giants in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 2 was about stopping the king from coming. Amen. The return of giants came in Abraham's day. The destruction of the chosen family by famine was an attempt to try to stop the seed of the woman. The destruction of male babies by the hand of Pharaoh was another attempt to stop the destruction or to destroy the seed of the woman. Satan has always been about assault. He's always been about tearing down. But I would to God, you could hear the, the, the clock ticking tonight and say his time is about up. came a time when David's seed became the, the known lineage of Messiah. The lineage of Messiah was going to come through David. 
Well, hell sent the Arabians to slay uh, Jehoram's children, everyone except Haziel. And when Haziel died, Athaliah killed all the royal seed. Amen. She thought that he, she had destroyed all the royal seed. Satan used Athaliah to try to destroy the royal seed. Oh, but I've come to tell you, there was one little boy, one six-year-old boy. That was all that was left. And God said, I've got a plan. Even if it goes down to one six-year-old boy, amen, I'm going to make sure that he is going to be restored. Amen. So Joash was able to fulfill the promise of God and keep Genesis 3 and 15 going. Hezekiah was childless. When a double assault was made on, on him by the king of Assyria and the king of terrors. Why? I want to stop the seed from advancing. Haman was used by the enemy in an attempt to destroy all of the, the Jews and, and try to prevent it. No doubt Satan could have used the fear, amen, and tactics again and again. I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to, but here's what he didn't know, amen, is that he cannot destroy it. He could not bring the promise down. He could not stop it, no matter how he tried, and he was fighting against time. Because Paul wrote in Galatians that in the fullness of time, amen, turn me down just a little bit. In the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, made of woman, made under the law. Somebody say the fullness of time. What it was is that Satan's time ran out when Messiah came the first time. Oh, Herod tried to kill all the babies, but that didn't stop it. Satan tried to attack, but that didn't stop him. He, man, they, he tried to get them to, to kill him. They, they Just push him off the cliff, kill him, not, but not until the time when the cup of iniquity... <laughs> Excuse me. When the cup of iniquity was full, it was time that Calvary would be and Christ went there. And that's the day that he crushed the head of that old serpent. Amen. Yes, Christ was bruised, but he crushed Satan. Hallelujah. I, I, I believe somebody needs to realize tonight, you may be dealing with the devil, but he's dealing with the clock. You may be dealing with an attack, but he's dealing with the clock. You may be dealing... It's not going to last always. Your, your world is not going to always be in the condition that you're in right now. Make no mistake. <coughs> Excuse me. Make no mistake. Hell is trying to stop the second coming of Christ just as much as he tried to stop the first coming of Christ. But I have come to remind hell. Tick tock. Tick tock. I've come to remind hell tonight. Amen. Because here's the verse Revelation chapter 12 and verse 12. This is what we're to do. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath. He's got great wrath. He's, he's going to pour out his wrath. Why? Because he knoweth he hath but a short 
time. He's always got a short time. Amen. It may feel like that, that, that you're never going to get the victory. I want to tell you, if you even go by way of the grave, he still has a short time because on the other side of the grave is a thing called eternity and he can never touch you. He can never harm you. He can never make you sick. He can never make you discouraged. It's about time we realize that time is on our side. Come on and give God praise. Every day, every miracle, every action of God, every blessing of God, every time you come to church and lift your hands, every time you read your Bible and pray, it's another tick on hell's reminder clock that I have but a short time. I have but a short time. When Jesus went to the Gadarenes, you will find this this. this concept depicted there before us in Matthew 8 and 28 and when he was come to the other side into the country of the Gadareans there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs exceeding fierce exceeding fierce so that no man might pass by that way and behold they cried out saying what Have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Listen to this. Art thou come hither to to torment us before our time? They knew they only had a little bit of time, and they didn't want the judge to show up, but he showed up anyway. I want to tell you that Jesus can even show up in your situation before the time allotted. I want to bring him in if you got an issue. Oh, Jesus, would you speed up the clock a little bit? Will you come and save me ahead of time? Time. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Can I tell you that when hell comes to remind you of all the bad that has happened in your life, all the rough stuff in your past, all the things that could have happened and how horrible a person you are and how horrible a person you've been, when hell tells you about your past, would you tell hell about its future? Would you remind Satan where he's destined? Would you remind all those devils that come to you? Remind them where they're going. I'm going to go sit with Jesus. I'm going to be with Jesus throughout the eons of time. I'm going to worship at his feet. But you are going to be in a lake of fire. And you're going to be there for the rest of eternity. However long that is. It's going to last forever and ever and ever. And while you're weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth. I'm going to be dancing around the throne. I'm going to be shouting. Because I want you to know. In time. That's what's going to happen. 2 Peter 2 and 4, it says, For if God spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. I've just come to remind you that hell has a reservation. Just as much as you have a reservation to be with the Lord, hell has a reservation. It's called judgment. I don't know about you, but that, that makes me excited. Makes me excited. Tonight we remind hell 
The clock is ticking and your time is short and victory is at hand. Look at Romans chapter 16 and verse 19. For your obedience has come abroad unto all men. I am glad therefore in your behalf, but yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Don't waste your time figuring out all the junk about the mark of the beast, about what the last day is and what this is going to be and are they building the temple or not building the temple. So they found a, a red heifer. Bishop said, if you didn't hear it, Bishop said, la-di-da. <laughs> when you begin to look at all this end time stuff and you begin to get worried about well, what is, what is the mark of the beast and what is this and what is that? Can I tell you, let us be innocent toward evil. I don't have to know all that, but I have to know the rest of that verse. Put it back up, please. I need to know the rest of that verse. Amen. Look at verse 20. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. I don't have to worry about the, the, top, the, the ticking of the clock. I don't have to worry about what is going to happen and all the stuff the last days. That's great and that's good. But I am looking to be with the Lord and not the Antichrist. I am looking for the Christ to come. I am looking for the glory of God. I am looking... Somebody needs to say fear, worry, doubt. You're under my feet. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to say temptation. You're under my feet. Lies of the devil. You're under my feet. Nobody loves you. Baloney. I'm a child of God. Nobody cares about you. Oh, let me tell you. Hell, the clock is ticking for you. Amen. But it is also telling me my victory is at hand. Stand with me, please, tonight. I could tell you that the last days are going to be horrible. I don't want to be here, Brother Keith, after the rapture. I don't want to be here. I don't want to see the mess of this world. If it's any worse than the junk we see today in the open, open display of rebellion and perversion that we see in a free country like America right now there are countries that, that are having it rough right now Russia is having it rough we need to pray for the stumbos right now Middle Eastern countries having it rough we, go, we come to church and walk in the doors and shake our hospitality staff's hand we see our greeters and our ushers we shake their hand and they say welcome glad you're here isn't that great? But there are missionaries that, that we were talking, Brother Van and I were talking about a missionary that has to go incognito to Yemen. 
He has to, has to go in disguise. He has to go underground. Amen. He's not free to go in there. But behind that old Islamic curtain is the glory of God being poured out. People getting the Holy Ghost. I say, devil, let me tell you, time is up. Your time is getting close. Amen. But until that day happens, we're going to baptize another person in the name of the Lord. Until that day happens, we're going to see somebody else filled with the Holy Ghost. Until that day happens, we're going to see healing signs and wonders and miracles. We're going to praise the Lord for victory. So when whatever you're battling is going on, you know this. Peter said that after you've suffered a while, it's not forever. It is for a while. That means there's a clock on it. There's a ticking of the clock on it. Hallelujah. Until that day comes and the alarm sounds, I'm going to keep on praising him. I'm going to keep on. Is there anybody that knows, amen, your victory is imminent? Do you know that Satan's demise is also imminent? The doomsday. The doomsday is for him and not for you. The doomsday is for him and not for you. Anybody that just want to shout a little bit with me? Now, if anybody that wants to rejoice in victory, step out, come to this front, and begin to praise God that when the battle's over, I'm going to wear a crown. When the battle's over, I'm going to shout. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.